everyone. Welcome to our podcast, One Minute Apart, where a pair of lesbian, identical twins ramble and laugh about our experiences. I'm Den, co-hosting with my identical twin sister, Michelle. Loud, class clown, unreliable, social, and silly. Quiet, confidant, intelligent, trustworthy, responsible. These are some of the labels people use to define us. In some ways, they were helpful, but in other ways, they limited who we could be. Hmm. I remember for much of my private school life, which is from like K through 8th grade, um, at a very young age, I developed a nickname, an unfortunate nickname, the Evil Twin. (laughs) And... You know, I'm sure just hearing that many of you listeners are spinning wild tales of like, how did she get called the evil twin? You know, who did she break? What spirit did she crush? But I literally will tell you, it is the dumbest story of how I got this name. So stupid. So we used to play this really fun game called Foursquare that maybe many of you have played before. I guess it's still a game that some people play. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But we played Foursquare, and I remember I was probably, like, first grade, and I was so excited to knock out, like, an older kid, you know, someone in an older grade, knock them out of the A square that I think I started cheering or, like, laughing, and then they're like, oh, my God, she's the evil twin. And that's, (laughs) that's literally how I got the name, and then it just stuck with me. Oh, I hate private school. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't break out those stupid nicknames or whatever you're known for. I think actually most people didn't even know where that's where it came from. Um, but yeah, I also have this memory. Now we'll go even further back in preschool. Um, not quite a label, but it definitely imprints as one of the first times where I felt like, um, yeah, that there was a difference between Michelle and I. So I distinctly have this memory of these two other like peers in preschool, each one holding on to a different arm of Michelle. And imagine Michelle's like being pulled in different directions. And then, you know, they're fighting they're like, I'm playing with Michelle. No, I am. And they're pulling her back and forth. And poor little Michelle is like a little rag doll, you know, kind of being dragged around. And then I distinctly remember... One little bee, you know, was like, <laughs> she was like, ah, and she looked, she pointed at me. I was standing a couple feet away, you know, probably just daydreaming or something or not sure what to do. And she pointed at me and she was like, why don't you go play with Denise? And then the other girl was like, ah, fine. And she like, you know, <laughs> threw Michelle's hand. Guess I'll go play with Denise. And I just remember feeling like I don't know it sucked it sucked to feel like I was some sort of consolation prize you know Mm. like that I was treated like like she didn't actually want to play with me it's only because that other girl wouldn't let her claws out of Michelle um but yeah so those were some of my older memories of like distinction where other people started like you know kind of drawing the line between us but what about you Michelle oh well for me Um, I think I recall a few instances, but growing up, we went to our private school and our mom had specifically asked us to be separated in every year, every class. We were never in the Mm -hmm. same class. And I remember, uh, before we went to school, I was very attached to to Denise. I kind of used her as a shield. I was very quiet and shy, so I would kind of hide behind her and 
Denise was kind of a loud mouth. <laughs> she would speak for the both of us. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I remember, like, the first day of kindergarten. And I was very, you know, intimidated by everyone. And so, and, like, I didn't call Denise by Denise back then. I used to call her Jeje, which is older sister in Cantonese. And I just remember seeing her in the cafeteria and being really excited. And she's sitting with some friends. And I run over and I'm like, Jeje! And I'm, like, so excited. I'm like, I want to play with you, whatever. And then I just remember. I'll never forget. She just looks at me. And she's like, go away, Michelle! I'm with my friends. <laughs> oh my god, Damn. it crushed me. I know. Stone cold, man. And like I I just remember that that was kind of a moment where I realized that I had to kind of make my own friends. It's a jungle like, out there. <laughs> in kindergarten, it's a jungle. Oh. <laughs> they'll tear you all they'll tear you apart, I guess. Mm. Um so I think from then on I started to try to make my own friends. But still, like, you know, people would, sh- put, would one year have you and then one year have me. And so they would also notice differences. Um, but I did try my best to make more friends. And I remember in fifth grade, uh, there was some kind of congeniality award for one kid in each class. Mm. And... You know, I feel like, Denise, you won by a landslide. I feel like you're the most social, very oh, friendly, oh, also know. teacher's pet. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, of course, you won. And that didn't bother me. Uh, but I remember, like, after that day, maybe, like, a day or two after, I remember my mom kind of pulling me aside and admitting to me that I was actually also supposed to receive one. But since you already earned one, my teacher didn't think it was fair for the both of us to have the same award, which sucks. And I think that actually hurt a lot more than I thought mm. because I internalized, I think from that day, that if Denise had already had something or like achieved something in a certain area, then I was not allowed to have the same thing. Mm. Yeah, I think I remember like when you heard the news... You were really upset and I felt so bad, you know, I felt so bad because I think that, yeah, it didn't feel fair to me either that I got something and you didn't because I already had it. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt that. <sighs> yeah. But also as we got older, we wanted to create our own identities after being lumped together, you know, in every area of our lives, you know, I think like, oh yeah, you know, we talked about in the past how... We were dressed the same a lot. We always went together everywhere. And, and so we parties. just... parties. We'd always... You know, friends would always have to invite both of us. They can't That's just true. invite one. That's true. You would look so bad if you only invited <laughs> one of us. That's true. Mm, I didn't think about that. Um, yeah. So not only were we impacted by how other people differentiated us, but there was a period of time, and I think sometimes we might even still try to, like where we ourselves try to put like boundaries or definitions on what was yours and what was mine, you know, Mm -hmm. including like hobbies and interests and talents and just be like, that's your thing. And this is my thing. And just give clear, definite, like definition and to this question of who is whose. And, you know, it just seems like a question that we and everyone else was so obsessed with. And, and we wanted those answers too. Mm -hmm. And I remember that, 
feeling so proud of myself when I was like, oh, my things are writing. I was super like into poetry back then too. Writing, I was super emo kid. Writing and acting. And for Michelle, um, she had natural talent in like art and singing. And those were, you know, we had different like areas in our lives that we were showing those things. But I distinctly remember like moments when I was so disappointed when I found out that you, Michelle, had also talent in some of the areas that I thought was like were mine, right? So I remember distinctly like Michelle was like, Denise, like in high school, she's like, I wrote this poem and and can you tell me if it's like any good? And then I remember swiveling in my chair, you know, all smug, like, yeah, I'm the expert. You know, Michelle's going to read me her poem and it's probably going to like not be so great, but oh. I'll be nice. And then as she read her poem, I remember feeling really bitter and was like, oh my God, it's actually good, but I'm not going to tell her. Well, I think I still was like, oh yeah, you know, it's, it's pretty good. But inside I was like afraid because I was like, whoa, she is encroaching on my territory. And then, Michelle, I don't know if you have, like, a distinct memory or anything that you want to share about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, from, yeah, at a young age, I was already really uh, loved drawing um, ever since, like, first grade. I had a sketchbook. Oh, BT Dubs. Shout out. Michelle actually created our icon herself. So if you see, like, the cover art for our One Minute Part podcast icon, Michelle actually designed that. Oh, yes. Um, and the character is actually a Chinese character called Shuang. Is that what it is? So. <laughs> that means pear. <laughs> Sorry, but you were saying your story, so art. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, but back to art. Um, and I really loved creating my own stories, had a wild imagination, and was drawing comics um, for a long time, and, you know, would show them to anybody who would be interested in reading them. Um, Denise was, of course, my biggest fan. Mm -hmm. Still am. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, like, Denise also got into it. I don't know how, but, you know, she also, you know, started showing me some of her comics. And I do admit that I was just shocked by how good it was, <laughs> like, the art and stuff. Very different styles, mm -hmm. but very impressive. And, you know, so a little part of me is like, dang it, like, I wish... I wrote that story plot, or like I wish I designed that girl's face, or I don't know, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely felt you encroaching on my territory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we, I think that just, you know, because we were fighting so hard to differentiate ourselves that when we found out that those areas actually overlapped so much more that it just continued to press this question of like, who am I apart from? my twin, you know? Mm -hmm. um. Yeah. And I think it kind of came to a crossroads, especially after we applied for colleges our senior year. And I remember Denise and I had a very distinct conversation, you know, because we had, <laughs> we had a few choices on colleges and there was a choice that I could have gone with Denise down to SoCal. Mm -hmm. um, and, but I think we both realized that we really wanted to explore life away from each other, like not having to rely on each other and kind of starting clean, a clean slate without the added pressure of people trying to tell us apart, you know, again, with the labels and, you know, the ability to create our own friends, 
without having that novelty of like, oh my god, twins! I'm friends with twins! You mm. know? And, um, yeah, like for those of you who wanted a clean slate in college, think of that like multiplied for us. Mm-hmm. But actually, so I don't know if you know this, Michelle, when, when you were making the decisions between colleges, and I did not get into the college that Michelle got into, so it was really her decision of whether or not yeah. she wanted to go with me. And I remember you know, before we were even thinking about colleges, I thought Michelle would be the one who would like lean on me, you know, because that was such a thing when we were kids. But when she actually made the decision herself to pick the college Mm -hmm. apart, that was not the one I was going to, I remember actually feeling the one who felt a little bit scared. Mm. Um, And that I wanted you secretly, even though I told you like, yeah, choose whatever you want, don't feel pressure. But I actually when you said no, I was like, oh, you know, like, I actually wanted you to go to Riverside. I was a little oh. bit disappointed. But then also, I think it was, like you said, it felt like a new opportunity mm-hmm. for us to explore like we never had apart mm-hmm. from each other. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And, and and that kind of had its own struggles, for sure. Uh, I, I know that you being far away um, just kind of made you a little bit of... A token child in some ways because whenever we saw you it was usually on like holidays or summer vacations so very rare mm-hmm. and you know when we'd see you there'd be a lot of updates or news and changes in your life that it was always a exciting event in our family you know we'd pass it around Denise is coming home Denise is coming home <laughs> and like our mom would clean the house and make sure like all your favorite foods were there and stuff. So I, I I definitely feel like I had a little bit of, mm, I would say maybe a little bit of bitterness, like in that, because I was only an hour away from home and felt, uh, you know, a lot of family obligations. So I was kind of expected to come home more often on all the holidays and birthdays. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could feel that as well. I think like feeling that, that, they would go, our family would go above and beyond, especially my parents would go above and beyond to like welcome me, Mm -hmm. um, make it feel special. Um, While I was away though, I also experienced some, I think some uh, jealousy because while you were close, I could see that you were developing a relationship with our younger siblings. Mm -hmm. So there's quite a big age gap with us and our younger siblings, but whenever I would see my younger siblings, because they were so much younger, their growth like was exponential. So mm-hmm. my brother would be like several inches taller whenever I would see him, you know, because the the gap was so big and so much would happen in their lives and I just wouldn't know. Um, and I felt like because Michelle got to go home more often, they actually developed a really close friendship. Um, and I felt like a little bit apart from that dynamic. Um, and also feeling jealous that Michelle could be a part of those family moments. Like Lunar New Year's was always Mm. one of my favorite holidays. And I just remember like feeling so sad that I couldn't be with my family and extended family during those times. Um, and also that she could just go home if she ever needed help. Um, and I felt like the, the best I could do was call my parents, you know, and ask them for help if I ever needed it, but it wasn't the same as having them there mm-hmm. um, and, and ready to make the drive if they needed to. I mean, I think they still would, but an hour drive is very different than like an eight hour drive. True. Yeah. Yeah. But there were definitely um, a lot of challenges we faced 
apart as well as we, you know, you, every time we came together, I think that temptation to compare always happened, mm. you know, but maybe when we were apart, it didn't happen as much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we still kept in touch all throughout college. Michelle was still someone who, who I would talk to often and share about my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that true for you, Michelle? Oh, yeah. We <laughs> talk like almost every day. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, like, shared, but, like, separate, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people didn't... I think, Michelle, you said that your friends didn't believe that you had a twin. And for my friends, too. For some reason, they kept saying, like, where's this fake twin, you know, like, that you keep telling us about. Yeah, and even in, like, photos, be like, oh, that's easily photoshopped. Like, you could have found a a pretend twin. I think the funniest thing, too, was that in freshman year, like, maybe for the first quarter, I kept catching myself saying we like I would refer to myself as we like the queen <laughs> like, like the queen, the queen. Here. yeah but like but more yeah like you and me but there was no you so then people mm. just so I'd have to catch myself maybe a couple of seconds after be like oh I mean I yeah I'd be like oh yeah we like that and I'm like I mean I like that like people just be like what and I'll be like oh I have a twin sister um but anyway I think we're going to conclude this session and say that our journey of self-discovery was going to lead to a lot of bizarre parallels, oh, yeah. even though we were miles and miles apart, living super separate lives like we shared, um, which includes questions around faith, identity, and sexuality, and we're really excited to share in our future podcast. So please continue to follow us. Thanks for tuning into our podcast, everybody. We're your hosts, Den and Mush, setting out on a journey of self-discovery and inviting you all to come along for the ride.